Hello and welcome back to finally another episode of Fight Hard Love Much. I feel like I'm Ferris Bueller. If you've ever watched that show where the teacher is like Bueller, 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 I'm missing in action. And I've had lots of people ask if I'm done with the podcast or if I'm going to put any more out. And no, of course, my plan is to continue to go. It has just been, yeah, lots of changes. And right at the beginning of the school year, I got offered a job um, to teach a couple hours at the high school for the seminary, the church system, and where the kids come over and attend a church class over there. And it was what I wanted to do. It's been something I've been wishing for. And so I started that very, very, very last minute and spent started his school and is back at um, not homeschooling, which has been great and difficult all at the same time. So we have made lots of changes and trying to deal with lots of different stresses in in our house. And I wish I was the person that had energy nonstop and could stay up and do things at night, late at night, but I am not. And I get very tired quickly and the body doesn't handle stress very well. So anyways, that is what has happened. And I have just been working on staying up with the job and preschool and helping Spence try to be successful at school. So, but I do have plans to continue the podcast and to continue to have some awesome get awesome guests on in the future and I have some really great people scheduled to interview if we can finally work out some time and dates. So thank you again for listening. I'm still um even though I haven't put out a podcast in a long time it seems I still get downloads each week and I'm just always grateful and amazed by that. So thank you for sharing it. Last month was um, suicide prevention month or awareness month, whatever. I don't know, they call it. And I guess I should be really good at putting stuff out um, during those months. And sometimes I am. uh, But it really, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about it. Because I don't think it's something that that we should just focus on for this amount of time. I know it brings awareness and people put stuff out and that, and that is all great. And I really appreciate it. And I love that it's out there for awareness, but it's not something that only lasts for a month or for a week or for a day. It's something that needs to be every day and all the time being addressed with those who are hurting and suffering and people becoming more aware of signs and helping those around. And so I didn't, I don't know, I, I kind of don't jump on all those bad bandwagons. Um, even though totally believe it needs to have awareness and we need to talk about it and share thoughts and concerns and what are some of the things that we can do to help others out there. So while I've been teaching um, some of these youth, one of the things I've seemed to really have focused on or, or been looking at uh, mainly for myself is B 
becoming. It seems like such a simple word. Of course, I've heard it forever and ever. But for some reason, that has really stuck stuck with me the last nine weeks is this, what do you want to become? The day that I was really talking about it in class, I asked some of our sports people and, and big music people if they had ever made a mistake while they were playing their sport or if they had ever made the mistake singing or on the piano or something. And, and of course, they all said, well, yeah, of course, I have bad, you know, I drop a ball, I miss a shot, I play a wrong note, whatever it might be, of course. It seems real simple to look at it in that way, or I don't get 100% on a test, or whatever it might be. And so I asked them, I said, well, do you just, why don't you quit? Why don't you just give up if you made a mistake, or didn't get it right? And they were like, well, that would be dumb, because you're always going to make mistakes. And and I said, exactly. In life, we make lots of mistakes and we learn and we grow and we, we learn from those mistakes. So just like the quarterback who may throw an interception or get tackled or whatever it might be, he's not going to walk off the field because of one error. But it, sometimes it seems like in life when we make a mistake or make a wrong choice or do something that that causes us or others harm or sadness, we don't just, it, it seems like it's much easier to give up and want to get down on ourselves. Not that the football player or the basketball player doesn't, isn't frustrated with themselves in the moment that, oh, how did I miss that shot? But they get back up and they run down the court and they take another shot right after that. To me, it's really easy to do the sports analogy with it because, of course, they're not going to just say, oh, missed a shot, I'm walking off. And yet, it seems like sometimes we do that in life, or especially me, or it's really easy to beat yourself up for, I had a really off day today. I really was not very nice, or I really did not feel good about myself. And it seems to drag on for a long amount of time. And I know that this isn't everybody, and I'm sure there's lots of you who are out there who are in a much better place than I am. For me, it's really easy to hang on to those, the negative, and being able to shake it as quickly as somebody who misses a shot. And yet, we are still, every single one of us is still here learning and trying to grow. And so when we talked about it in class, it I don't know if the kids listened or cared or <laughs> I don't know how they took it, but it has really stuck with me on who do I, who am I becoming and what do I want to become? Do I want to be a bitter, old, grouchy person that's never happy? Or do I want to become someone who is is ready to love and serve and help others and be a, a fun grandma and a mom that is there for her kids. What do I want to become? Everything around my life seems to, besides family, focus on Christ. And what am I doing to become more like him? 
Am I treating others more like Christ would treat? Of course, I always go back to Sam because Sam, yes, Sam made lots of mistakes and and some of those mistakes were hard to get right back up from. But like I have talked about multiple times on this podcast, Sam also had a true gift for caring for others and showing Christ-like love to others in a way that that is not natural to me. And that was Sam's gift, is to have this Christ-like love. And, and to me, he was becoming more like Christ in that area as he tried to look out for others who were hurting, others who were different, others who might need a friend. That's who he was becoming. This whole concept of becoming has, has meant, has stuck in my mind for quite a few weeks. And it seems like such a simple thing that we would have been talking about forever and it would make sense. But it seems to, if I anal- put it to the analogy of uh, sports or, or music, just because I mess up on the piano doesn't mean I just quit and I walk away. And so why when I mess up and get frustrated at home, why do I want to not just try to be better next time? And of course, if you've listened to the episodes, you know what butterflies mean to to me and to our family and and the symbol of in reminding us of Sam and the white butterflies and George Washington's. But also the butterfly is such a awesome example of this becoming. One of my favorite books to read to the kids for preschool is The Very Hungry Caterpillar, who goes through life and then changes into this beautiful thing and is just out in the world and taking in everything, but is just something amazing. And yet it has to go through a complete change in order to become that. So one of the quotes that I've liked, perhaps the butterfly is proof that you can go through a great deal of darkness yet still become something beautiful, that we all through our struggles and trials can become something beautiful and to be out there to help one another. And so that's just a little thought that I've had the last few weeks is what what do I want to become and who do I want to become? My steps are really slow these days in getting to that destination. And yet I'm hoping I'm there someday. I hope I can. I actually, I'm still trying to figure out who I really truly want to become besides like the Savior to have that kind of Christ-like love in my life. Um, but still trying to figure it out. I do wish I was better. And I, I wish I didn't make so many mistakes daily. And yet I know I can cry again tomorrow. So that's kind of my thought this today. And as for the, the suicide awareness, I, th- I have so many mixed emotions about it. But I think one of the things that is going to help help others is we just have we ourselves have to be more aware of others and we don't know what others are going through that's one thing i've noticed teaching all these teenagers they each on the outside they may look like they have it all together and then yet you hear something else 
And we each, if we understood what each other was going through, what difficulties somebody had in their house, what they might be struggling with, with as parents with children or siblings or or friends or just yourself, that it is we would have so much more compassion. And and that saying of you never know what somebody else might be fighting or what trial somebody else is going through is totally true. And we say it all the time and we throw that out there all the time. And so I've kind of grown deaf to that quote. And yet it really is true. Half the time, I think if people saw what went on in our house or, or some of the struggles that we've had might have more compassion. If I saw what somebody else was struggling with in their home or with a child or with a spouse, whatever it might be, I would have more compassion with them. And it's so hard to imagine what somebody else might go be going through. And yet that acknowledgement that, without even knowing what the struggle might be, that acknowledgement can change how we just look at somebody and how we might like address them or talk to them. It might be as simple as saying hello to them or how are you is just such a basic saying. And, you know, I used, well, I say it to my husband all the time. I'm fine. I'm okay. Whatever. I'm good and kind of throw it off. And even my husband, I've noticed lately when somebody asks, he'll say, well, you know what? We've had actually a really rough week. And maybe it's not such a bad thing to be honest with certain people or with people, because that's the truth. We've had some really rough weeks and some very emotional weeks and very triggering and trauma weeks. We don't need to lie about it all the time. But to actually be aware of others and look at them and just try to show some compassion in some way toward them. And there's a lot more that I'm that we could go on on the suicide awareness. But to me, one of the biggest is to be able to somehow reach somebody who who just needs to know that people love them and care about them and want them here and that they have good in them and that they are needed in this world and wanted in this world. Someday maybe I'll have more to say about it. One more thing really quick that I've realized in the last few months is when they say trauma takes a toll, and I think I've talked about this before on the body, it takes a toll. I'm still losing Sam still takes a toll daily and i feel it in in every in every part of my body and that's just losing Sam that's not other things going on in life or other stresses with other children but that trauma of, of losing Sam it it hurts and it hurts a lot and I can usually push it to the side, but I've also realized that it's been three and a half years and I still miss him every day. I still miss him every hour, every few minutes. 
he pops through my my thoughts. It's one of those things that, yes, I will live with the rest of my life, um, but whatever I can do to help somebody else feel better and to be in a in better place and to become a different or better person, that's what I would like to do. That's what will help me heal, is that others are able to grow from it. So those are just a few thoughts I've had over the last few months. I'm, again, thankful for all of you for listening, passing it on, joining us, joining me. I I really do po- honestly have a few episodes that I'm editing right now and hopefully will have out in the next couple weeks. And so stay tuned for some great interviews and some awesome people who have become better and who have learned how to fight the darkness and get out of the darkness. And But I really do appreciate all of you. And once again, if you have somebody that you feel would be great to be on the podcast, please have them reach out to me. I would love to interview more counselors and others who have learned along the way. And so please reach out to me if you know of someone. But thank you again. And until next time, remember to fight hard, love much. Thank you for joining us on the Fight Hard, Love Much podcast. As always, rate or review the podcast. Feel free to share it with family, friends, loved ones, anyone who you feel might benefit from listening to the things shared on this podcast. If you have a story or know of somebody who would be willing to share their story, please reach out to me. If you have a therapist or counselor who you feel would be great in coming on and sharing tools for us to learn from, again, feel free to reach out to me. And again, remember to always, always fight hard and love much.